This is a wake-up call to pastors, to, to teachers, to evangelists, to prophets, to the apostles, to bishops, to leaders, to governments, to youth, to, the, to a boy, to a girl, to everybody. That God still loves you. But it doesn't mean that you can take the love of God for granted. No. As far as God is a God of mercy, he's also a God of justice. So let's take God seriously and not wait till a problem shows up or something that is beyond our capabilities. That is when we need God. We don't have to wait till that time. Where we have to now be, be having national, you know, prayer day or, or whatever. So all these years, we did not have a day to just um, dedicate to God and say, okay, we can have a national prayer day and maintain it. But we have to wait till there's a problem and see how relevant God is. So even though God loves us, he will not spare us if we go astray. So this is a wake-up call to pastors who are messing up behind the scenes and stand on pulpit and pretend everything is all right. Visiting places you are not supposed to visit, taking the grace of God for granted. Lying in the name of, of being a pastor. Covering yourself with the Bible and, 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 and rest under it and, and misbehave. Let us beware. This is a warning. This is, is, is a callback to pastors and everybody here. I know that what I'm saying People will judge it in the way they want to. I know that people, some people will not like what I'm saying. Some will hate me for saying the truth. But I don't want to care anymore. I don't care anymore. Because souls are perishing. And we can't sit down and act like everything is alright. And we are, we are just quiet about many things. And people are taking the name of Jesus for granted. And we sit back and watch them. If someone speaks ill of your pastor, you attack the person. But when they speak ill of the word of God or speak ill of Jesus, we just look at it as a normal thing. Let us beware. This is a warning from God. This is to bring our attention back to him. And the next thing God wants to do about with this is that unbelievers is an opportunity for you to surrender to God. The next thing is that governments return back to God. A nation cannot survive without God. And the happenings in the world today is to prove that a nation cannot survive without God. The rich cannot survive without God. The influential cannot survive without God. A celebrity cannot survive without God. You listening to me, you cannot survive without God. You might be a prophet, you might see anything in the world, but you cannot still survive without God. 
You can't survive without God. It's time for you to turn back to God. You should be fortunate you are, you are still alive. People are dead. People are dying because of the pandemic. People are dying because of the things happening in the world. They are not able to survive because of that. But you are still alive. You are still alive. In spite of what you did last night. In spite of what you did three days ago. In spite of what you did last week. In spite of what you did in December. In spite of what you did last year. In spite of what you did some time ago. You are still alive. You are not better than the, those people losing their lives. It's a warning. It's a comeback call. Get back to the love that God has shared abroad for you. Connect back to the love. Stay true to the calling. And live for God, not for yourself. Governments, it's time for us to return back to God. Return back to God. God is calling Africa. Return back to me. God is calling Asia. Return back to him. God is calling Europe. Return back to God. America, return back to God. Asia, return back to God. Australia, return back to God. God is calling the world to return back to him before it's too late. Don't wait till you're on your hospital bed. That is when you give your life to Christ. Don't wait till it's too late before you see how relevant God is. Don't wait till you are, you are lying lifelessly on your sick bed. That is where you see that God is real. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. The Bible says that if my people, which have been called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. This is the condition. If we want God to hear our prayers, if we want God to come through for us in these times, we need to first humble ourselves. If it's about praying, I know people can pray. But even in your prayer, let's not see arrogance. There are people who pray as if they, they, you know, they have control over life. That people can pray like in a way of, you know, as if they know how to make things happen. Let's not see arrogance in your prayer. Instead of decreeing and declaring that by your word, things will happen, things will change. Declare by the word of God. Never take the God factor out of your prayer life. If they will humble themselves and pray, and then secondly, you seek the face of God. In, uh, you have to inquire from God. Inquire from God. And again, turn away from your wicked ways. It's not enough to go to church. It's not enough to pray. It's not enough to sow seed and all of that. It is very important again for you to turn away from your wicked ways. 
So if you are praying and the next minute you are dining with the devil, the next minute you are visiting shrines, then in, before the eyes of the people, you let them feel and see like you are a saint. But when you go into your room or behind the scenes, you are another man. You are living a double life. So if God will hear his people and heal and heal their land, this is what they have to do. They have to humble themselves and pray. Don't feel too big to go on your knees and pray. Don't feel too big to call the name of Jesus as a leader. Don't feel too big to acknowledge the presence of God in your life. Don't feel too big to acknowledge the fact that God delivered you from some storms that could have taking your life away so humble yourself and and god will forgive your sins and then he will heal the land this is the word of god to the world unbelievers this is the time for you to surrender don't say that when the pandemic is over you go back to the clubs when the, the, the pandemic is over, you are going back to your evil ways. Even in these times, in, in these perilous times, you are seeing people still dining with the devil, people still visiting shrines. What, could, what can the, the, the shrine do for you? Sorceries, they can't even save their, their life. They can't even deliver themselves thinking of even delivering you. When this pandemic hit the rocks of the world, what is those loud prophets in the country saying now? They are not able to even talk. They are not able to even say anything. And I'm sure I know the, most of them are blown away because they did not even know this will happen. And it's now that some two are coming out to claim that, yeah, they saw it. Just that they couldn't mention the name well. Mercy. This is a wake up call to governments. Let's turn back to God. Because God is all that we have. Again. It's also a wake up call to the youth. To the youth. Don't think that you are going to live forever. What positive thing are you doing with your life? Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. The Bible says that remember now thy creator in the days of your youth. Whilst the evil days draw near. Nor years draw near. When shall you say? I have no pleasure in them. Don't wait till it's too late. Where a time will come you say I have no pleasure in these things again. And at that time, you'll be very old or at that time, you'll be on your hospital bed. Don't wait till the bad days will show up. This is the end times. This is the end times. So beware. It's a wake-up call to the youth. You will not live forever. Don't waste your life in the world. Come back to Jesus. Jesus is all we have. Come back to Jesus. There is no man who was not created by God. Everybody was created by God. 
And every man is having an aspiring date to live on this earth. So it means that you can die at any time. Today, people die at an early stage. A person might be 20 and you hear that the person is gone. Gone too soon. What a shock. 18 years. Gone. 14 years. Gone. 25. Gone. 29 years. Gone. The youth. This is a wake up call. It's a wake up call to the youth. Don't wait till you are old. And say had I known. Remember. It is always at last. Don't wait till you are old. Weak. And you don't have much time to leave. That is when you tell God you surrender. It will be too late. It will be too late. And again the next thing God wants the world to know. Is that he knows his own. He knows his own. Don't be afraid. God will see us through. God knows his own. He knows his own. And none of God's own will be covered by any pandemic, any virus. Any unforeseen circumstances cannot overtake anybody who is under the covering of Jehovah God. You know why? Because the Bible says in Psalm 91 verse 1 thereof that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. So don't you leave and go anywhere. Remain under the shadows of the Almighty God. Abide under the shadows of the Almighty God. So that at the end of the day, you can confidently say that God is your refuge and your fortress. And in God, you will trust. Amen. And in that case, God shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the pestilence that walketh by day. And he shall cover thee with his feathers. And even under his wings you shall trust. Because his truth shall heed and shield you and be your buckler. And thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night. Nor the, the arrows that flyeth by day. Nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Nor the distractions that awaited you in the new day. And now the thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand will be at your right hand and you shall not be harmed by any. None shall come near you. And again, only with your eyes, in this time of evil, in these perilous times, only with your eyes shall you see the reward of the wicked. Because God is your refuge. And in the most high God is your habitation. And therefore you shall not see evil before thee. Neither shall you see any plague that will come near your dwelling. Amen. 
and again you shall give God glory at the end of the day because God has given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways so that at the end of the day you shall bear they shall bear thee in their hands so that you not dash your feet against a stone and you shall tread upon lions and then you shall tread upon young lions and the dragons and they shall not temper with thee because you trample them under your feet because you have set his love upon you and therefore he will deliver you god said he would deliver you god knows his own and he will set you high because you have you know his name and he shall call you shall call upon god and he will answer in this time of danger you call upon god and he will answer and he will be with you in times of troubles and he will deliver you and honor you and again with long life he shall satisfy thee and shall show you his salvation we will not lose our loved ones we will not lose the vulnerable amen you will not lose your loved ones you will not lose your family and if any of your loved ones have been hooked up with any of these virus i pray that god's deliverance come upon them right now in the name of jesus christ maybe you are listening to me and you are harboring fear the bible says that perfect love cast away fear i pray that the love of god be spread abroad such that it will conquer that fear in the inside of you and i pray that your faith will come alive at the end of the day you have a reason to give god glory so it's also a reminder to help us get back to the basis remember your first love is to bring us to back to the basis at the end of the day god also want to prove to the world that human mind is limited god want to prove to the world that human mind is limited god is breaking academic protocol human intellectual god is breaking protocols putting scientists in a position that you know is overwhelming that they are not able to know the head and tail of the happenings in the world living nations who believe in scientists and believe in doctors and believe in theory and only the physical and not the word of god or anything spiritual bringing them to a standstill and let them know there is god china is full of people who are worshiping idols most churches are closed in in china because they do not want people to call the name of god amen there are countries that feel too big to 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 serve god and they don't want you to even call the name of god 
That is why there are churches in certain countries today that, you know, you do not see the church name, but it is seen as a company. But down within underground, you realize that there is a church service going on because they are afraid and because they don't want a case where they will close the churches. So they are finding a way to meet and worship God. There are countries that Bibles have been torn apart, have been burned to ashes. And today, some people were able to gather just few portions of the, you know, the, the Bible, the pages of the Bible. And they are dwelling on just that few points. But there are countries today that are not experiencing such, you know, challenges where churches are being closed, where they they, they don't agree to the word of God and then they deny you access to fellowship, access to the things of God and you are taking this for granted and you claim this is a Christian country. It doesn't mean that we should misbehave. It doesn't mean that we should live in the world and still believe that, yeah, this is a Christian country and God will see us through. No. So it's a wake-up call to the world. So if you are listening to me and you, are, you have not accepted Jesus as a Lord and personal Savior, I want to give you the opportunity. Because the time has come that the true worshippers shall worship the Father God in spirit and in truth. Amen. Give your life to Christ. If you are born again and you want to, you know, you are backslidden and you want to rededicate your life to Christ, you can also say with me. Place one hand on your heart and lift the other hand to heavens and say after me, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Father God, forgive me of all my sins and accept me today as your child. Say, Satan, I have nothing to do with you. I have found Jesus. I will live for Jesus. He's my everything. From today, I will serve Jesus. I believe you died for me. It's because of me that you rose. I believe from today, help me to live right. Even as I wait for your glorious coming. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you just said this prayer, you are born again. If you are born again already, you have been restored. Live a new life. Because 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man be in Christ is a new creation, all things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. If God did not kill you in your sin, it's because He's having another chance for you. He's giving you another chance to make amendment before it's too late. Find a Bible-believing church. Don't say all pastors are the same. As far as we have the fake, there are, they are genuine ones too. Because in this life, there is two sides of the coin. There is good and there is evil. So don't think or say that all are the same. Maybe you've not found the church or the place where they are really into God. It's time for you to look for a Bible-believing church. Stay true to the call of God on your life. Stay true to the Word of God.
this time that pastors or preachers are supposed to encourage the church in prayer and the word of God and let's find solutions to problems. They are on social media and they are asking for tithes and offerings. What a shame. Has the world come to this end? Not acknowledging the fact that, you know, workplaces have been closed, churches have been closed, you know, people are not able to go to work again because of the pandemic and the happenings in the world. And you sit on social media and still demand for offerings, demand for tithes, demand for seeds, send through my mobile money, follow my account, bring it to the church in the course of the week. That is what is going on. I've not heard a church say that, okay, we are going to provide our members with hand sanitizers and then gloves and then face masks and nose masks and all of that. Nothing. Maybe some churches are doing it, but not in the open. Fine. But there are many doing the wrong things. In this dangerous time that you should encourage the people, you are still interested in their money. You are still interested in these sowing seeds at this time. You are taking offering and tithes. You are still particular about these things. You are not being, you know, compassionate about the happenings. I thought you are going to say that we are going to provide, you know, the nation. We are going to provide a portion of the nation or donate a certain amount so that the government or whoever can use it for something proper. Or can use to calm nerves. No. Of course, we know that is the duty of the government to make such provisions. But you as a church, you are a voice to the nations. So you also have a role to play. Because God has endowed you a lot of abilities. And this is the time some members will know how their pastors behave. This is when people will know the true people who have been called by God. Whereby in this time you are still having counseling and you are taking seeds, you are taking you know, offerings and asking them to pay a certain amount before they will see you in these times. Some pastors are having counseling on social media and they tell you that send this amount to our secretary through mobile money and when it's done you get back to me so i can cancel you and pray with you and when you call them they'll ask for the confirmation number before they'll pray for you so they will be sure that you have registered you have paid something before you see them or you call them on the phone what is happening to the church today we are chasing money we are chasing business We are building and we are enriching ourselves more than enriching the members with the word of God and the practical way of living in God. We are not saying that it's not good to live well, but how can you live well and your members are struggling and you just look at them and expect that they should still come so that you are stopped from them. We have to be careful Because this is the time that will prove if you are with God.
or you are not for God. If you are standing with God or you are standing against God, this is the time that will prove the true worshippers who worship God in spirit and in truth. If you are able to overcome this challenge and you are able to still survive in spite of the pandemic and the happenings in the world, you shall be rewarded. Stand firm and see the salvation of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's powerful message from the Bishop Ike Apia Bamfo. Do share with family, friends, and loved ones. For more information, contact us on eaglesforchrist at gmail.com. And that is E-A-G-L-E-S, the number four, C-H-R-I-S-T at gmail.com. Or Revy Ike 2016 at gmail.com. And that is R-E-V-Y-I-K-E 2016 at gmail.com. Christ Eagles Network, discovering destinies, raising generations, and representing God in all areas of life. God richly bless you.